0: What's up, world? This is his soldier, Izwa. Appreciate everybody showing love on the podcast. And I've been doing, you know, massive episodes and stuff. And I haven't really posted them yet, you know, because I'm still figuring out this podcast thing. And I just want to let y'all know that I didn't light up on it. And I didn't give up on it, what's going on and stuff. Uh, I've been having times with friends, you know, episodes with friends that I'm going to be having... It's upcoming season, you know, just the intro of the second season, and I just want to keep everybody enlightening, keep everybody informed, you know, on the podcast and keeping on well-rounded. And today I got my homeboy, you know, coming from second, third grade, you know, however long, Boys and Girls Club, middle school, you know, just a long time, and I try to keep my same friends, and uh, we've been having conversations, you know, about Black Lives Matter, you know, about the COVID nineteen and certain situations and stuff and uh, you know I just wanna show love to my homeboy Jeremiah <clears throat> you know one of my best friends and stuff and said something for the people man.
1: Yo, what's going on real? It's Jay here. to go by
0: Jeremiah whatever you wanna call it. Yeah, last time I was talking to him I had brought my cousin here from Morristown, which I'm gonna get him on a podcast and uh my cousin had got some Gucci from this store or whatever. Knowing that he certainly got it, man, that mug was the knockoff of all knockoffs, you know what I mean? <laughs> and his dude is still rocked, he still wore it. And he was like, he looked it up, you know, on certain stuff, because it said, through the zipper, you can tell if it's real or fake. And if that, that, when you flip the zipper over, it have Gucci on it, but his didn't have Gucci, it didn't say Gucci nowhere near it or whatever. So he found out it was a knockoff, and uh, and that just my trip. Wait, wait,
1: wait. How much did he spend on the Gucci,
0: dude? All right. Well, the knockoff Gucci, how much did he spend on the knockoff Gucci? With the headband and with the bag, all together was a hundred. You feel me?
1: Well, did it look like it was? <clears throat> did it look like it was generic
0: and knockoff to you? Could you tell? The only I couldn't really tell, but the only way that I knew that it was a knockoff. Is where we was at you know we was in the middle of the projects and went to one of them hood stores You so know. the
1: only way you was able to tell
0: the difference is because of the location from where you bought it from. that's what i tell but he looked it up when he looked it up like on the back of it it said that it's supposed to say gucci on the back of the tag you know what i mean and his his zipper didn't say gucci it just said it on the front so on the back of it, it oh okay say it. so
1: well, I mean, if uh, the only way you was going to tell that it was fake Gucci if somebody just looked at your tag and yeah. seen that it wasn't Gucci,
0: I mean, if you're getting it for that kind of deal, I mean, I would buy it too. Yeah, and that's like, uh, I mean, you know when some, somebody got a a, fa- a fake pair of J's, you know what I mean? I don't see no J where the ball is on the, instead of this, it's uprises underneath the hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, certain knockouts, you can could, you could pretty much swing and, and you can finesse and stuff, but certain ones, you know you can't, though. Right, now,
1: that's what I'm saying. That's a perfect example. Like, if it's noticeable, like, you know, like you said, if the J ball is below the Jordan, I mean, it obviously something's wrong with that pitch. Yeah. If I'm not going to get nothing that's that noticeable. If I do go something cheap like that because I'm a cheap individual, I ain't, gonna lie, I ain't got it like that. Right. So I ain't going to pretend I do
0: so, if I do get something cheap like that, I want it to be, you know, where you can tell the least that it's fake. Right. If yeah. that makes sense. And somebody had to really do their homework, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but that reminds me of an episode that I watched on Atlanta. Like, these two dudes, they had on the same jersey. So, they showed up the same day at the same school, whatever, and they had it on the FUBU jersey. Back then, FUBU was in style, you know what I mean? Yeah, and- FUBU
1: was in style. I mean... I, have, I couldn't afford FUBU at the time because it was like an upper echelon name brand. Well, this is what it felt like to me. So when I did finally get some FUBU, it was almost going out of style type. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But bad. I love FUBU. Was, uh, what was it? Uh, hey, 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 who was his name? <laughs> uh, Fat Ever. Fat Ever, yeah he, yeah. he was all over the FUBU word. And I thought they was some of the coolest shit. They had the, they
0: had the platinum and everything, but this dude like on the episode, they both had the same class when they both walk in, right? You know, they got their compliments and stuff. And, you know, one of them kids going to ask, okay, which one is fake and which one is real? So they started comparing, like, the tags and stuff, Start comparing, the, you know, the back of the tag and stuff. Well, the dude that was on the episode, he had a fake jersey. And, you know, back in the day, if you had on fake anything, like, niggas was going to, they, they going to roast you, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he was in high school... I remember going to Austin East, all black school. And I remember my freshman year going in there. And I had like a knockoff jersey. It had the team logo on it, but it wasn't a real jersey. It's one of those jerseys you get from Walmart. Right. But I tried to dress it up, put the white t shirt under it, try to crease it up, make it look like something. And I'll tell you, as soon as I sat down in that uh, cafeteria, it was like everybody was pointing it out, joking. And I'm like, yeah,
0: you man. just had to be prepared for it, man. That's how it was, you know. You couldn't any, you wear anything knock out, man. You better own it until you know, it's, you know it's real. But this dude, like, the whole school was roasting. Then he got his cousin. His cousin was an ROTC and everybody, he had a high influence on everybody. And he was cool with everybody. So when they uh, asked him about it, he knew the jersey was fake. But he was like, let me see the other dude's jersey. Look at back, back at his neck, you know, back at the tag, whatever. And he looked at his cousin's, Back of his tie, back of his neck. He was like, well that one fake, He was pointing at the other dude. Knowing dang well that his cousin had the fake jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, like they was in a school where it was connected with middle school and high school. So the high school kids started roasting the dude that had the real jersey on. Oh, uh, what school is this? This is this is a show called Atlanta. Like Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a show like you seen that show I I th- I showed you a little bit of that show on lennon whatever with a dude where he a rapper. Yeah, yeah, you you me, me. But yeah, it was like an inside joke. But they roast dude so hard, you know what I mean? This dude went home and killed himself. Mm. You feel me? <laughs> That's something that, like yeah. I'm telling you kids are cruel, man, if if kids look at the stuff like that. It may you
1: want to take the jersey out and just throw it in the trash and stuff. Man, and his was real. That's what's so crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's man. what's so crazy. That's mental illness, man. And bullying. That's why they saying that no bullying is no joke because there's been a lot of instances where it's been cases like that. You know, because you never know what kids suffer from. So, yep. And them kids probably joking with him. They just having fun, having a good time. They
0: didn't know that that little kid was gonna go home and right. do that to himself. They just showing up between months he sells. Exactly, and they, you know, the superintendent came in and the next day. He came to that classroom, and that's when he made the announcement that dude had killed himself. Mm. But it just show you how, like, you know, we do gotta be careful. And stuff. They got a cyber bullying. You know, people on the internet, cloud chasing, and all kind of stuff, and just. If a person not really comfortable with themselves and they're not not really know themselves or they're not really true to themselves or they don't have confidence in themselves, your self-esteem can go way down. You know what I mean? And that's what's going on with the world today. But I think it's a balance though. Cause it's it's certain stuff that you joke with and certain stuff you don't joke with. Like back then, it wasn't no limits. You know what I mean? If your mama was on something, if she was on the influence, if she was on dope, whatever, like, that was a go-to joke, you feel me? Like, my uncle, he was, he was bad on drugs, and people used to joke on me about him, you right. know, just because what he do, you feel me?
1: Right, and as kids, we don't understand the long-term effect that they can have on one another's psyche, yeah. because that kid's suffering from that at home, and have everybody in school joking about it, so it's like they getting no relief. They go home and deal with the stress of it,
0: and then they go to school and they deal with the stress of getting talked about what's going on at home. Yep, yeah. and they only see what's on the surface. Like they see you getting your bag and, and going on the bus and get ready for school. And they don't see your 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 is missing because your uncle went into your room or something. You know what I mean? They stole like little petty stuff from you, and they don't see the withdrawals that it had. Or whatever they just see you know you, and they know of him or of his reputation or whatever and they run with it, you know what I mean? But I, I feel like, like, with the joking and stuff, I feel like there's a certain place for that, you know what I mean, if you want to joke. And that's a comedian, like, I don't believe a comedian should ever be censored, you feel me? And that's what they be trying to do with these comedians, you know, with Dave Chappelle, they try to censor him, and, uh, you know, all kind of comedians, they try to censor. So it just, I mean, you listen to Kevin Hart, you know what I mean? I don't really follow none of Kevin Hart's crap. Like, I feel like that too, man. I
1: feel like he's just a media
0: plant, you
1: know? Yeah. I mean, Kevin Hart, I mean, he's okay, but I don't really find him to be all that funny, personally. He's not my go-to comedian. I don't really... I like some of his movies and I think he's okay, but I mean, it's a lot more, it's a lot better. It's a lot more better comedians out there to me personally that I really watch.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. Cause I feel like he's he's feeding into his crowd, you know what I mean? He's feeding into politics, and you know he might say a joke that Kylie Jenner, like you know what I mean? Then he go display that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it's certain lines that a comedian they're not supposed to shy away from, you know? Cause if somebody was to come out with a, a comedy special right now about a Black Lives Matter and COVID nineteen, I would run with that. I would crack up at that. I would laugh at that. Regardless of the situation, you know, cause it's putting a, uh, it's putting something on the soft place that people have right now, you know, cause it's, it's people crazy right now. They depressed over everything and stuff like that. And uh, George Floyd, you know, I know that was a bad thing that happened. Yeah, it's there. kind of weird
1: time we're
0: living in right now, ain't it, man. It is, man, for real.
1: It's like a lot going on with the world. Is the Black Light Movement is just COVID nineteen pandemic. Is you know, all this
0: killing of the celebrities going on, man. This mm-hmm. 2020 has been one rough year, man. It's, it's been it tough is. on all of us. Kids don't even get to graduate on time, you know what I mean? They gotta do classes online, nieces, nephews, you know. I bet even when people are in the emergency room, when they're giving birth, you know, they still gotta take different precautions. But that's just how we living right now. But do you feel like, that it's going to change, or you feel like everything is going to it's going to digger, digress and get worse and worse. Well, it
1: seems like it's going
0: backwards because you know, first they were saying
1: all the businesses are reopening, and now after the Black Lives Pandemic movement, it so was kind of mixing together. Yeah. But after the Black Lives Matter, after George Floyd's late to rest, it seemed like the buzz is starting to fade out a little bit. So now the media is trying to stir up your attention with the pandemic issue again. So now they starting to make everybody they reinforcing the masses, they closing down some of the factories again, some of the some of the businesses again. It's like it's going backwards because they trying to create a distraction. I feel like they're they're kind of up to something, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know, you know. It's a lot going on since Trump been in office.
0: I'm not to be a conspiracy theorist, but it's it's one hell of a ride he's putting us on. It's always like that when it it comes to, not like just a black life matter, but when black people, when we finally get fed up, you know, we want to boycott stuff only for a certain amount of time, you know what I mean? Like when they came out with that Gucci mask, you know, did you see that where they had the the Gucci black face and it had the pink lips on it? Mm -hmm. It was like a, it was kind of like a hoodie, but it covered, it was a mask. Mm. So every celebrity they try to boycott that, you know what I mean? And uh and it was just a couple, you know, that was still wearing Gucci, which I don't, you know, I don't care about that. But it's like when you do something, you gotta stick to it, you feel me? You gotta even even if you don't see results in the movement, or whatever, but you still gotta hold yourself accountable for it. Right, because if
1: everybody sort of reverting back to their old habits then we'll see no change. Everybody, the the movement will regress. Right. Because of the actions not being taken to get to the goal that we're trying to reach. Because I feel like (laughs) all these laws and stuff that we were trying to get passed because of this Black Lives Matter movement will be overshadowed by sports coming down. It's regressing. Like man. the pandemic outbreak. Yeah, man. By the second round of stimulus checks. Yeah. I mean, all of that's going to be over that Black Lives Matter movement would be, would be laid to the wayside if there's no people protesting anymore. If there's nobody creating any noise about trying to get anything done about that situation. Right.
0: And, and I is, just feel like it's another distraction being on the ride. Right. It is, man. Then you got uh, LeBron and you got Kyrie going back and forth. You know, some people. LeBron is a good activist for,
1: for like. You think he's a good spokesman for
0: the black community? I think certain stuff he should spoke about. Certain stuff he shouldn't spoke about. Like, I like what he said about China. You know, when the NBA was in China and stuff, and the owner from Houston Rockets, he said something about them. You know, not really having freedom like they have here. And they was in China hooping and he said he shouldn't talk about that, you know, while they in China, you know what I mean? I believe that was a that was a good stand right there with LeBron. But other stuff I don't really agree with, man. So you think he
1: shouldn't you think he was like right to play his cards and staying neutral in the matter instead of actually, you know, taking sides while he's over there in third foreign land?
0: Yeah, he he played neutral. I mean, people will go back to his endorsement, they'll say, Well, he getting sponsored by China and all that cause you know, his contract and all that, whatever. He got like a a billion dollar contract with them, which I don't know, but it's a time and place. And I feel like with the Black Lives Matter with him doing that, he ain't doing nothing because of more division, you know what I mean? Because if he really want unity and togetherness, you know, why not take a picture with some of these white owners or, you know, white people that hire black people, you feel me? But instead, you going against the Green, you know what I mean? Him and President Trump, they go back and forth with each other. Oh. Him and Donald Trump, they go back and forth on Twitter and everything. LeBron? <laughs> LeBron argued with mm-hmm. President Trump, you know what I mean? And I believe we live in America. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Trump and stuff like that, but he's the president. You got to respect that. And LeBron platform... I mean, the president wrong, too, though. <clears throat> but you got to... You got to set tone, man. I mean, you can't cause division. You know what I mean? I mean, you saying stuff, that's good. You speaking your heart and stuff, but sometimes you got to learn how to articulate, like, how you say things, you know? Like Kanye West, when he said that, uh... Okay, so,
1: do you think that Obama did a better job in his candidacy than Trump is doing in his candidacy? I felt like, personally, that you know, Obama was like, you know, so formulated, so overproduced, so manufactured. Mm-hmm. He just didn't seem genuine. When he gave a speech, it seemed like he was just reading from a teleprompter. Right. You know, everything was so slow, well-spoken, and, you know, as if he was reading from a script. You know what I'm saying? And it, they well, they had him placed that at the basketball games, just doing stuff that they would expect typical, stereotypic black men to do. Exactly.
0: That was just like, it, it was just untasteful to me. I feel like that too. And I feel like with him, <clears throat> when Michelle Obama said, now, I could, now I'm now i proud to be American, just because her husband got into the White House. To me right there, I was like, dude, you probably live in a three-story house. You know what I mean? You've been uh, in, in politics for a long time, and you pretty much had your way with that. Mm. And then even with St. Rose, I feel like he showed up to the the college NCAA games. Uh, he might have showed up to some NBA games, showed up to a Jay-Z concert. You know what I mean? Certain stuff like that, like... You would expect a black president. Exactly, to do dude. You don't <laughs> see Trump at a Phillies basketball game. You know what I mean? You don't see Trump at a at a Philadelphia football game. You know? You
1: gotta look at it like this, and I look at it from a broader perspective, but a simple perspective at the same time. Okay, what is on TV? Entertainment, All right? where do we watch Trump most of the time on television? Right. What is Trump? Right. An actor, an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, all kind of different things, yeah. okay? So, when Trump being in this office, it's like he's putting on a show for the United States. Okay, so you got to look at what character that he plays. And this goes back to Obama too. Okay, so what is... Donald Trump's character? What is his gimmick? What You know what I'm saying? What is his personality
0: that he is displaying as a human being before he was a president? I'd say that he's an American, you know what I mean? But he been having power way before, you feel me? Like I remember when Obama was president and Trump, <clears throat> I'm in the middle of watching this show, what it was called. I don't know what it was called, but I was in the middle of watching it there. And then they was like, Well, we got a special report coming from Trump. And he wasn't even president. And this dude was like, It covered all. I tried to change the channel, change a different channel. It showed his face the whole time. And he was talking about, Where's his green car? I just want to see his birth certificate. Where's Obama's birth You know what I mean? He just kept asking for his birth certificate. And then Obama took the to action to show his birth certificate. All that time, Obama did not pay any attention about approving his, you know, citizens of America or whatever. Until Trump started saying something, you know what I mean? That's how I knew that man had some power. I was like, yeah, they're gonna, he gonna be mess, he gonna mess with me president one day. <laughs> I knew then and there. I was like, yeah, he got more power than the president. Make you whoop up, your birth certificate, dude. Out of everybody, everybody been asking Obama about his birth certificate. <laughs> but Trump, as soon as he started asking, cause he know how to, he know how to get people behind his message. That's what's so crazy. Trump.
1: He's an actor, man. <laughs> <So>, Entertainer. <laughs> he's playing the apprentice role just in the presidential church. So that's why he's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way because he's keeping that same gimmick, that same character, and he's just putting it on the White House, on the White House foundation, on the White House platform. You get what I'm saying? So he's using that platform that the White House grants him. You know, to be who he is on The Apprentice, but he's
0: doing it in the United States in real life. You hear what I'm saying? I believe it. I believe um, even with Trump, fire people
1: left and right like he did. Oh yeah, Apprentice, as soon as he
0: came in, fire people. But
1: talking shit to people who to
0: him. But when you pay it's the cost, when you pay when you pay the cost, you could do that. You could run your own pregnancy. You know what I mean? He's not like any other politician. Like, he, he can do that. They trying to make like you were saying everything was systematized, you know, how the everything was operated in fractions and how it's supposed to. It was like a, a old machine, you know what I mean, like Obama was. They can't control President Trump. And that's where everybody problem is and now they trying to put the media on him and say that he's a sexist and he's this and that. That dude went through so much battle since he been president. Then they try to impeach him. You know what I mean? I didn't vote for Trump. But I'm thinking about it, though. I ain't gonna lie. But, yeah, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say this.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hope you grasp this. And I hope you agree with me. You know, I was getting your side of... I was taking your side on that. Mm-hmm. I was actually starting to believe a little bit in Trump. Until I got up there and I watched that video and him up there at the White House and he gave that message talking about what we should do about the virus. And he told people that we should stay sitting in just the lights so out. Maybe they'll the kill the virus inside of you. That's when I knew that he was a dumbass. Oh no, he That's said what did what, he say? Yeah, you know. We could not trust this man. And then he would have, that he really has lost his damn mind.
0: Oh, no, he said a lot about Lysol?
1: Yeah, he said well what we said? I wonder if we could, you know, ingest the stuff that that kills the coronavirus, like the Lysol, the soap or whatever. Talk to the people behind him. man, they like yeah, and I was like on national TV, and I was like, "But he was talking to people behind her?" And I'm like, "This fool is really retarded, man." <laughs> but think about like it. They get a man. national emergency saying, "Please, listen to Donald Trump." And you talking about ingesting the hour, he would kill
0: you. Think about it. When they come out with this vaccine for people about this coronavirus, how are you talking about already vaccinate people? And you don't even have the cure yet. You know what I mean? Like, they gotta come up with all these solutions for the virus to stop spreading. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the virus is spreading because we keep coming outside, we keep having contact, we keep coughing over people, see, sneezing over people.
1: Sneezing,
0: coughing, sneezing. Yeah, they ain't wearing no protection. I mean, the mask ain't gonna help you, but. The
1: mask ain't gonna do
0: shit but restrict
1: your breathing.
0: Yeah, so. We not. Make everybody breath you know, my own breath all the damn time. Stand six feet away. We ain't doing nothing to that, man. So we, we causing a problem as well. And it, and it had double. So do you... That goes to my question. Do you think he should have reopened business back up?
1: Trump... I mean... The virus seems to be spiking. Right. So it's like... Mute, regression. But they saying only reason why the virus numbers are spiking is because there's more testing being done. Right. The people are not really having the illnesses and the symptoms of the virus that they're being tested and they're coming back positive in a few or a lot of cases. You get what I'm saying? So, personally, I believe that they should
0: be open to businesses, but still perform some type of form of social distancing. Yeah, America needs its business to be open so America make his money. And I, I feel like everybody, we're just now taking precautions, you know, back to where we was, whatever. But around the movement and... Uh, and them open up bars and them open up back clubs and stuff. Where you can't really practice social distance because it's a social impact. You know what I mean? It's compacted with social, you feel me? Like everybody stacked on each other. You know, they can't wait to open up the club back. You know what I mean? Because when everybody been cooped up in the house for so long whatever, when they finally get some leeway, everybody gonna be out and about. Everybody gonna be out shopping. I went to the mall not too long ago. The mall was packed. You know, what a lot of people wearing masks masses and you couldn't really practice social distance, though. So it's just, I don't know, it's Do you believe yeah.
1: that social distancing is helping restrict some of the outbreak numbers?
0: The only way that social distancing will help if you stay home. That's the way I feel like it. If you stay home, if you don't go out, maybe go to the grocery store, because you have to eat, and go take your butt straight home, Away from everybody, you know what I mean? That's only one thing I know that it'll help. <clears throat> but I don't know, man. It's, I think it's gonna, uh, after they do that, then they're gonna start doing the, the vaccine test and all that. Which I don't believe I'm, I'm gonna get vaccinated. But
1: I'm, I believe that it'll be a scurry, weird. Awkward world if they would just restrict everybody to staying in their residences and forcing everybody to order stuff offline, that'd be a scary future for us. And I wouldn't like that, you know what I'm saying? People would lose all kind of social ability, right? You know, it, I mean, you wouldn't be able to go out there and meet new people unless you're dating online and then you still come in with people dating online, you still will come in contact with people who with other families who have, you know, contract the virus.
0: It's a two way street. Because even with social and people being socialized, but there's a lot of people that's anti-social.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, some people, uh, like I was saying, cloud chasers, Oh, yeah, they'll they talk all that on the on gram or a Facebook or whatever they talk and stuff like that. But in person, they're not like that. That's like some people are socially awkward, man. Just period. before the coronavirus, before black lives, before anything, like people are just socially awkward, and they can't hold a conversation, you know what I mean? And But they more confident when they're behind them four walls when they're at home or something then they get on social media then you feel like you're talking to a whole other person you know what I mean so people been like that before you know we've been doing this COVID-19 thing so I guess it depends on the person like some people need people uh, after a certain hours or a I mean, certain we humans
1: so it's in our nature to be social beings right but we don't need the attention from someone constantly all the time you know but we need that that foundation uh we need that that validation because it releases a chemical in our mind our mind called dopamine and with that dopamine it gives us the sense of happiness so when it releases that sense of happiness we need that from socializing with others and feeling that connection so you know that's why like when you go to prison and you sit in that box all the time you just get lonely and you deprive yourself from that dopamine
0: that creates you know, sadness, sadness, and depression. You get what I'm saying, and that's yeah. why you go out there and mingle with others and get pick yourself with that, that dopamine. You know, they feel a sense of happiness. Yeah, I know some people they just comfortable in their own skin, and just I get like that too. Where I, if I hear from, I hear from. You. If I don't, I don't. You know, what I mean, that's because I'm comfortable being by myself and comfortable being in my own skin. And every once in a while, I will get out. <coughs> And talk to friends and stuff like that and then you know I'll get back but I'll be going to like a, a depression for a while where I don't want to talk to nobody where I just not in really in a bad mood but I just you know just doing my own thing but like you were saying though you know I like to have validation hang with friends and stuff and you know that bring that light out of me instead of keeping me in darkness you know what I mean exactly we all need that man
1: as humans we need companionship we need social some social life and it's important that we build a social life of abundance but there's so much mental illness going on in the black community that it's really hard for us to communicate to connect with each other and feel comfortable in our own skin in order to us to be who we are around
0: each other in order to connect with one of each other exactly Mm and i feel like Even having friends, even black friends. Some of us is close-minded. Like, if we have a friend that likes skydiving, you know what I mean? Or he like doing, like, extreme sports, you know, uh, snowboarding, helicopter diving, whatever he like to do, and it can be extreme, whatever. He come to me, I'm like, dude, you tripping, dude. Why you doing all that, blah, blah, whatever. Me not being open-minded and me not, like, trying to go that revenue or whatever. I'm already shutting them down just because I don't understand, you know what I mean? And we don't need to be like that. We need to be open-minded towards people's ideas and what they want to do and stuff. Instead, we keeping each other in a box because we being so close-minded, and we just thinking about you know what we like and what we don't like. And that's like when I was listening to 50 Cent or whatever. He said that this dude, <coughs> he take photos, you know what I mean? Like this dude, like he's sitting on high places and and everything, and you know, he looked down and he's like a hundred feet, you know, above whatever, and he's sitting on a skyscraper and stuff like that. But he takes pictures from angles like that, and the people around the office, around Fifty Cent office, they were saying, "Only a white boy do that." You know, you crazy to do that. You know, ain't no way that somebody do that. So Fifty, he looked at it a different way. He was like, "You know what? You know, that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that, and maybe I could put that on my Instagram and." And you know, it'll show freelance or something, you know what I mean? So he did that, whatever, and people was clowning him. You know, people was like, dude, you might as well jump off and, you know, go ahead and kill yourself. You know, what kind of stuff is that? Dudes don't do that, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. You know, they was already trying to humiliate him just for thinking outside the box. Right, and that ain't no way to be about it. See, that's what I'm saying. You're right. That's our problem, but
1: that's where it comes from us not you know, having the ability to communicate. And that comes from what? Social anxiety, mm-hmm. social awkwardness, right. low self-esteem, yeah. you know, we judge ourselves, self and then the next man judges us. Exactly. So we're not allowing ourselves to be who we are in front of one another because of the just mental self that we have, you know, our self-image, you know. And That's... some of us have a nasty self-image of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. And that self-image can, you know, portray itself and allow us not to be able to connect with other people. And, you know, some people who always got tired of, anytime they ever said anything as a kid, you know, spoke out of turn or didn't say something the parents said or get smacked in them out. So that translates to when they get older, they just, you know, have less to say. Right. Because
0: they, as a kid, they've been trained not to talk. Yeah, they thing. What you gonna say is gonna be dumb, you know what I mean? Right. And you can be the dumbest in the <clears> room. <throat> but I learned you gotta be comfortable in your own skin, and what you like it may not be for the other man, and what he don't like. But at the same time, you still have to be open minded to hear it and everything, and and take chances of your own. Like, somebody asked me to go hiking with them. Nine times ten, I'm not thinking about hiking. I'm not even going to shy around it. I'm not even going to try to do that because that wasn't in my state of mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But somebody brought it up to me and I was like, you know what, I'll do it. Let's just do it. And I ended up doing it and I haven't, I ended up having to evolve, you know what I mean? I ended up doing it again, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's just, we have to open up to new revenues, you know what I mean? We, <clears throat> we have to do new things. We have to have new ideas. We have to have new, you know, brainstorms and how we think of things and how we marketed things, you know, all kind of things. It's a, it's a whole world out there, or whatever, and we just need to start adding changes. You know, what I, I mean?
1: think that the change should come with the curriculums that's been taught in school. Right. You know, just change some of the courses around to actually give us skills that we're gonna need that's gonna benefit us in the real world, and that starts with in school. Like they used to be teaching how to manage your money right how to purchase a house how to start a business those will be teaching those things at an early age oh yeah teaching us stuff like how to socialize sensitivity forces defensive driver stuff that actually is going to be beneficial to the real world instead of all this bullcrap text crap.
0: Reading GMP, about, like, yeah, all
1: this stuff that we don't really need is not going to really benefit us. It's just something we can do to buy time probably exactly. in school. No, we need to fill those classes up with curriculars and activities that's going to benefit us in real world society.
0: And don't wait all the way to college, you know, to teach us about stuff like this. Right. And when we pay paying tuition and when we pay paying all these grants, and by the time we graduate and get our degree when so much debt, you know what I mean? Because of that, you feel me? Like my family was saying, we gotta learn this stuff early. <clears throat> but that's how school is built though. School is built like a, somebody told me it was like, it's a factory. A mm. factory for what? You know how like a factory, like, you go in, they ring the bell, you get your tools ready, they ring the bell, and then you go to work, they ring the bell, then you go to break, they ring the bell. You get off break, you go back to work, then they ring the bell, it's time for another break, then they ring the bell, you get away from that break, then they ring the bell again, it's <laughs> time to pack your stuff, then they ring the bell again, it's time to go home. You know what I mean? see, I just
1: believe they programming us for stuff that's more of a distraction in an early age. I see in kindergarten elementary school, they train us on how to Write and draw, and you know, that's stuff that we need to center. But after we got those fundamental bases down, and we can actually start using those fundamental bases to actually put our own personality to work in the real world society, that's what they should teach us how to hone and master at an earlier age. So, therefore, we need be way more prepared. And when we get to college, the stuff that they teaching us, that we'd be able to comprehend it.
0: On a greater level as a master group you get what i'm saying right and i was uh <clears throat> even when they come out with these test scores you know these uh sats act's you know all these bias questions and stuff that they do and stuff like that whatever uh, act does not prove how smart you are you know I man mean? sct does not prove how smart you are you know but that's that's how they do it and that's how they pick people from universities and stuff and how they get them to go to school and stuff like that whatever. But I think they should start interviewing. I mean I know it'll take a long time and I know so many people apply for school, whatever. But you know, set up life experiences. You know what I mean? Set up life situations, real life situations that people have to do. You know what I mean? Like give somebody an allowance and like be like, hey, I'm gonna give you a million dollars but if you don't flip it and make it another million in a couple months then i'm gonna take my money back okay you got three people that's going to think things three different ways one dude's gonna be rational he's gonna think well if i get some keys then i can flip that you know what i mean i can always get my money back you know what i mean that's one way of thinking and then you got somebody else another way of thinking like well if I invest in this company, then I'll put the money towards this and the time and that, whatever. You know, he's thinking how he can flip it through through a business. Then another man thinking, how about I just go to the bank, get that money, and ask for another loan, another million dollar loan. They obviously see that I have a million in my bank account. Why would they hesitate to give me another million if they know that I'm capable of, of getting another million? You feel me? Like, it's three ways of thinking that you get, it's three avenues that you could think of, and which which one you think is gonna be more successful. Like, between them three that I, that I was just asking about.
1: Repeat the question again.
0: Ah, uh, you got one, if somebody gave you a million dollars or whatever, and they was like, well, I need you to double my money, you know, by the end of next month, or by the end of this month. Either one dude gonna flip the keys and make the money that way, one dude going to invest into a business and make his money that way. And the other dude is going to ask for a loan at a bank and make the money that way. The quickest way. Okay, and you saying which one would you trust the most? Which one, like, if, if dude, if he said that I need my money uh, at this certain time, whatever, you know, and if I don't get it, then I'm going to withdraw and get my money back investing in somebody else. So which one you think that he will quit to see his revenue and, and then you know what I mean? Well, it depends on, you just said this.
1: If I got three choices, I got three choices. The first one is taking the money and flipping it with a business.
0: Yeah, that's the second one. But yeah, that's one of them.
1: And then the third one was what? taking the money and getting the loan off of it with the bank that's the quickest way you're gonna be able to get your money exactly if you want a, an instant seal but you got to be able to have some type of revenue stream or <coughs> behind it to even get approved for the loan if they can, do
0: because you have a million if they see a million dollars in your bank it's not hard to ask for another million because they know that you're capable of getting a, another million but
1: if you just got a
0: million dollars in your bank with
1: no revenue stream behind that million dollars that continues to fund that million dollars, they are not gonna give you a loan off of it because they gonna try to figure out how you
0: are gonna continue to make that money grow. I don't think they worry about where that money come from. I don't think they care about it if it come from a, a dead relative or it come from old business assets. If they see a million dollars in your bank account, dude, like, you know, it's it's so many, they have so many clientele that don't have millions in their bank. But if one person has a million, dude, they're going to treat you like you the best person on the earth, you know what I mean, because you have a million dollars. And they ain't going to be quick, they're not going to be thinking twice not to give you that money, you feel me, because they know that you're capable of getting a million dollars. So they ain't even going to question that, I feel like, but... I think because
1: that's the type of dude that you is. You believe, exactly. if he was able to, if he was smart enough to hustle up on a million one time, he gonna be smart enough to hustle up on a million another time. Yeah. But it depends on how that million dollars is placed in that bank. If you got that million dollars just off a dead relative and you ain't never been used to handling that, that type of money, you gonna go out there and blow that money. Cause you ain't never used to having that kind of money. But, but if you're used to having that kind of money, you' gonna be used to it so you're not gonna to get too happy with it and you're gonna take it and do the right things with it because you're used to having that type of money it just depends on what type of individual you is and what you don't bend because right now here somebody said hey, here it is a million dollars now i give you five years give me give me that million dollars back oh you said five years yeah give me five years and i can give you give me that million dollars back but you can have a five you can have a million now you got five years you think you gone, and you ain't never had that much money before.
0: Would you take that deal? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it's five years, and you got a million dollars. But at the same time, it's like the most money I ran up on was probably, I want to say 10000 Like, my bank account was almost like $400 one day. <clears throat> then I went to the bank with a check, like a $10,000 check. You know, my mom's just passed away, whatever. man. my brother split it, whatever. But the lady, she looked in the bank and saw all them zeros. She did not ask us where we get this money at. You know what I mean? Where, like, how did y'all come up with this? She just gave us the money, you feel me? Like, I don't think they think about stuff like that. But what you were saying, though, <clears throat> and you ain't got no business experience,
1: no stock market experience, no real estate experience no street selling kilo tight no right. selling guns no selling merchandise no how you gonna flip that million dollars within a year maybe if you had a you year, said five years five right? years five years, five years you, and one million
0: dollars you gonna spend that money within five yeah, years you're gonna deal with them and, 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 and
1: you're gonna try to start your business it might fail you have a bankruptcy on it if it don't, you know what I'm saying, that's the depends. You ain't never, you know, and people who start businesses, they usually fail a few times before they succeed. Yeah. Because they got to get, they got to understand the ins and outs, and they got to understand what hurdles to look for, and you know, the programs that it's for. It. You don't have to go through it. Just learning yeah. how to walk, just learning how to ride a bike,
0: so just ride anything. And I think with me, uh, see, it's crazy, because I know some people that I work with, you know, they like 20 or something years old or whatever, it's one dude, like he buys little companies, like he put stock into it, whatever. And his money is wired, you know what I mean? Like he transferred his tra- money to this and transferred his money to that, whatever. Where he don't even see his money, but he dimmed out of business in and out, whatever. You know, if he should invest in this, if he should invest in that, or he should pull out or keep investing. Okay, I'll invest some money into him. And I got this other dude, he sell like stuff that's trending. You know what I mean? You know how they had them little figure things where you spend and stuff like that? Yeah. Before that was famous, before it was hot whatever, it was building up a trend. And this dude bought all kind of them for cheap from China. And he got to the point where he, had, they had never shipped it over to his house or whatever. He just shipped it to the customer, you know what I mean? Cause it stayed at a factory. He made his money that way. So, little stuff that I'll do, I'll, and I'll invest in people that's already, like, experienced in technology and, and doing different stuff and trades and stuff like that. And then I'll try to do that, you know what I mean? Even and, with, you know, Omi and the Hellcat.
1: You ever heard of him? Hellcat? Omi and the Hellcat. Nah, He's a uh, famous YouTuber. Podcasting YouTuber. He did the same thing. He got around a group of guys, but... You never know what other people's motives are around you. You can get a good team around you. He had a good team. You know, they were a good team with the abilities and skills that they provided. Maybe their personalities and their wants and needs and underlying, you know, feelings for the man. You know, the way he carried himself, you know, could cause resentment. Right. So, you know, given what that being said, you know, when you got a good team around you, you know, you got smart people handling your business. When you first starting out, like he was, he got, he got the smartest people, you know, paid the best money for him or whatever. And he had a good production. He had a good business. He made millions of dollars within a few years. And it all fell down here. You know what I'm saying? And it was, you know, it was his first business, you know. And he didn't. He, had, he ended up getting sued by the FBI. They came and sued, seized all this property because they were trying to figure out how this black man was able to start this business, you know, and then be under the regulations without breaking any laws, or right. you know, this we claim. And you know, he lost everything off of it. Had to rebuild. You know what I'm saying? And that happens in a lot of businesses because there's certain little technicalities that they can get you on
0: when they want to come get you on something, you get what I'm saying? And I feel like if you market it, if you can market a million dollars and you can have it, you know, revenate and keep going and keep spending and keep building. Cause marketing, it's it's advertising too, it's the same thing. But when you know how to market something, you get, you can make as much you know, when people go on promo runs, when they go yeah. runs for movies, and you know, Tyler Perry, when he did his movie on pressures and stuff, and how they went overseas and they talked about it, you know what I mean? They they went to promote run, you know what I mean? And that's what you do a promo run. You do something like that. You tell them how good a product is, you tell them like what use does it have for you, you know, you tell them all the benefits and stuff, and you can do that. Is that so, what
1: you do with your million dollars if you had it? That'd be a smart way to do it. Like if you had a million dollars and you had five years to go about giving the bank to somebody, but return right. the full amount, no $1,000 short, no 100000 short, no twenty. Get you like a little small online Amazon business type. Get you your own, get you pay for their lenders, you know, put your own product on their lenders or whatever, like Spring Teas or whatever. You know how you can pay for their product or put your own label on it. Right something like it and send it out, and that's a good way.
0: But you gotta find a product that's in need, find a product that's in want. You know, what well, even, it's gonna make you making money on. Yeah. And even when you say Amazon, uh, sometimes they, you know, people pay a certain membership for the the shipping and handling and stuff. They pay a certain fee, whatever. Well, I will cut that fee. I'll be like, okay, you order your product, and then I have it delivered to you. I go like twenty people, and like, okay, when you have your product delivered, or when you want your product delivered, tell me and I'll pay for that fee, or I'll pay uh, distribute to send it to you. You know what I mean? It might underline Amazon, or they might have it by law where you can't do that. Whatever, I don't know how that works. We find, you know, as
1: people, we find we find ways around stuff. Exactly. But sometimes the ways around stuff can come to back behind
0: us. Yeah.
1: If we get too big and too fast over pace.
0: Right. And it's all about uh I think it's all about planning, it's all it's all about strategizing. And it's all about, you know, just come up with a way to cut the middleman out. You feel me? Everybody gotta have a solution. And that's what Amazon Amazon took off dude. When <coughs> When they stopped having Blockbuster, when, when Blockbuster was, was where you go buy the DVDs, you rent it, or whatever, and all that, whatever. Yeah. And then I was saying, here come Netflix. If the Blockbuster dude was smart, instead of, you know, continue renting DVDs and doing all this and all that, whatever, mm. he should have started live streaming the videos that he had, you know what I mean? And, that would have put Netflix out the water, that would have put you know Hulu out the water, all kind of stuff.
1: Personally, I miss Blockbusters because it was an experience a little bit. As a kid, you go in Blockbusters, you got your own aisle with all your favorite cartoon movies, all your favorite movies all right there where you can see, mm-hmm. and you ain't gotta search on the TV for them, the may not be that, may not be that good or whatever right. or whatnot, you get what I'm saying? So I like how they had it displayed for you. You can buy your candy, your toys, your popcorn. You know, as a kid, you know, it was an experience and it creates moments as a family. Cause y'all can go in there and say, hey kid, pick out your favorite movie. You know what I'm saying? Or it's your time to pick out the movie for the night. You know what I'm saying? And you go in there, oh, I'll get to pick my favorite movie. You get know what I'm saying?
0: But even when you do that, to do their own blockbuster, you could have set up a, a, a monitor outside, you know, like a TV. You know how you pick from the red box right, right. okay before you go in a uh, blockbuster it could have set up like a red bike box type and they won't print the dvd out of it you pick your dvd from the screen you pick your popcorn you pick you know candy or whatever you want to pick mm-hmm. you hit the button or whatever and as soon as you go inside blockbuster they have it at the counter for you right then and there you know what i mean certain stuff like that like he could have, because people i noticed like people struggle with uh, <clears throat> their attention span, you know what I mean? And people not very patient when it comes to certain stuff. Like people don't like to wait. So he could have advanced and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They might be small, but it's still that would open up a new idea, you know what I mean? Right,
1: right. And I think that the reason why Netflix took over is a simple fact that all the money blockbuster lost on renting the actual visual disc but if they had like a scanner card that you could use as a promo that you can use to play it on the streaming service that they have yeah. you can just go to the store buy the spring thing find whatever movie it is you can actually have a little screamer card Come home and rent it and using that promo code, you know, so just so they can keep their experience alive. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It'll be perfect. They yeah. could have stayed in business. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. But then they was thinking, well, why don't we do that when a kid can just sit at home, go on the screen, just scroll to the screen and figure out what they want? You got a phone in life. Right. And then you got to think about it, they missing out on the experience, mm-hmm. they missing out on the moment. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It's getting to the point now where it's like people would not want to go to the movies, sit down at a movie theater no more. Now they're going back. They just now starting this, and I think this is going to take over. They want to go back to going to drive-throughs. You know what I mean? Going to movies like that again? Because people like, I mean, not automatically just being entitled with their own stuff, but you be going attached to your own stuff right you know i ain't never been to one of those outdoor movie drive-ins himself, man. i want to go and experience that man they got one nearby yeah they got one that marble but yeah. it's it's so cool because like you, you this, before? oh yeah you can sit in your car i had a truck <clears throat> you can sit in your car you bring some drinks or cooler or whatever you know some people told you know what i mean there's different stuff whatever you could do and uh and it's like you get that experience it's like you're watching it you're watching at home but you're in your own car. Right, right, right. Man, that's just like changed to a certain radio station that they got you changed to. Yeah, that seems like a lobby experience right there, man. It is, man. It makes like it's better than sitting in a movie better, you know what I mean? Right, right. And they bring that back. I mean they had that since the fifties I think. Especially if you got a card
1: and he has some surround sound or some beat in it. You wired up to that big screen out there yeah. some kind of way. It sounds good to the mud, don't
0: it? Oh yeah. And you got, you got some A.C. Your, in your car, yeah. you know what I
1: mean? You got your little chick the Windows tent. Action going on. Yeah. I wonder if you had, like, a little DVD player if you get, like, Mirror the springs and type of thing. That'd be even harder. <laughs> like, hey, the future of Mirror the springs and your DVD player.
0: That'd be real, though. That'd be live. But, yeah, just certain stuff, like, they starting to come out with more. And I know there's, uh, even with podcasts, I think podcast is older than radio, but people starting to go back to that now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So all the stuff that was going around back then, they starting to slowly bring it back.
1: Yeah, that's how that's how society goes, man. It's like people think they creating something new, but no, it's just being recycled, man. That's exactly. like been refurbished, you know, reused. Like our fashion, our style, we think we doing something new with the jeans with the little cuts in it and all that. That's new age.
0: And you can find some pictures way back in the day with somebody wearing the same stuff on yep and that's what the bible says and proverbs it says and nothing new done under the sun you know what i mean or is that it thinks that's it? it's something it's <clears throat> one of those but that's the truth man but i appreciate everybody listening to the podcast i got my homeboy jay mm-hmm. and this is his soldier israel i appreciate the love